This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Alma Pollard, she's the executive director of The Green Times, eco consultant and coach. Morning, Alma. Morning, great to speak to you. Yeah, good to speak to you too. So nice to see people still doing things for conservation, hiking in the beautiful southern Drakensberg. What a great story with some superb photography, Alma. Why were these 44 determined individuals going off on this beautiful hike uh, for a good cause? Tell us more about the good cause. Yes, you know, and it's not just hiking. It is, in, in fact, running. You oh know how people nowadays, they run up mountains? Yeah, One yes. 1,300 meters vertical climb. My goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you imagine that? And, and, and this person here, um, an elite runner, is called Jock Green, says how wonderful it was. All the way, really stunning. These people are super fit. So this, is, this was the Rhino Peak Challenge. Mm-hmm. In the southern Drakensberg, which happens every every September, and it's a it's a run uh, hike for um, to gather funds for fundraising for threatened species, and they managed to fundraise no less than 1.3 million rand wow. to conserve rhinos, vultures, and cranes. So, Alma, when we look at it, we know the rhino part. We've been hearing about rhino conservation for such a long time. And every now and again, you might hear something about vultures. But cranes, uh, help us with those. You know, you'd understand what's going on and the importance of all of these creatures in the, uh, in the circle of life. But help us out here. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I also thought it's a good idea to just refresh the importance of of the cranes and in, in, in and indeed the um, the vultures as well, yes. just to, to emphasise, you know, we tend to forget things and start thinking up. But you know, this is not important. This is not it. The cranes are the first species to disappear when an ecosystem is disturbed. Okay. So they are very good indicators of environmental health or not, especially in grasslands and. Um, wetlands. And these two areas, grasslands and wetlands, are South Africa's most threatened habitats. So they are very important flagship species to tell us whether our most threatened habitats are doing okay or not. And they are being um, destroyed through mines, development, and overuse. So development, of course, includes you you and I. Mm. (laughs) So so they, they use cranes for the protection of grassland and, and, and wetlands. And for, they also have cultural value for the Zulu and the Kosa culture. And, of course, they're also a tourist attraction and bird watches and so on. Mm. So seven out of 15 of the world's um, cranes, uh, species, different crane species in the world, are critically endangered. So they are very, very endangered. In South Africa, we have four, four threatened crane species because of illegal trade and collisions with power lines, of course, habitat loss, disturbance, and of course, poisoning as well. Some people just poison birds. An awful thing to do. So now this money that's been raised, I mean, it's a record-breaking amount of over 1.3 million rand, which I think is incredible. What happens to that money? How is that being apportioned to deal with the, the situation you've just spoken about? 
So the money goes mostly to environmental NGOs like the Endangered Wildlife Trust and Wildlife Act. And then 10% goes to um, the provincial um, conservation body, Ezambilo KZN Wildlife. Hmm. And so um, the, the Wildlife Act um, NGO is going to use it for vulture conservation. They've got many vulture projects, Zululand vulture project, bearded vulture project, and, and recovery in the Maluti Dragonsburg um, vulture program and then the African Crane Conservation Program, and they, of course, have been um, involved in, in rhino conservation for a long time also. Um, I, I see that uh, uh, dehorning black and white rhinos in these protected areas is also a thing. Um, can, just for those of us who don't know it as well as someone like you, Elma, and those directly involved, but uh, don't they need the horns? I mean, dehorning them obviously, of course, protects them from poachers, but can they still happily go about their business without that horn? Well, it's it's a good question. You know, one wonders in terms of you know their self protection from others. I mean, mm. males fighting and so on, how that would go. But obviously, the decision was taken very carefully because they were so threatened and yes. and so attractive to poachers these horns because they continuously get good prices for them, um, particularly in the eastern markets that. Um, they figured out that it's better to dehorn them than to than to lose the species altogether because of the massive decline. Yeah. And the other thing I also just wanted to mention mm. about um, uh, vultures. I think people don't always understand the importance of vultures because they are at the top end of the food chain. Their numbers also indicate a healthy environment. Most important role of a vulture is, of course, the cleaners. We know they eat the, the dead animals lying around. Yeah. But we don't understand that how that prevents the spreading of diseases like anthrax, brucellosis, and rabies. In fact, in India, they, the wiping out of vultures led to continuous ongoing rabies epidemic that they're battling to control. So... These guys are incredibly important to clean up whatever lies around rotting. Uh, we need the cleaners very much. Yeah, we often think these things are an issue, like flies, for example. Nobody likes a fly hovering around you when you're trying to have a meal or prepare food or sit outside on a nice summer's day. We forget the vital role everything plays. It's been so carefully orchestrated by God. Everything fits in its place, and we've kind of stepped into their area. And so, uh, you know, they're just kind of doing what they're doing, and now it's become a bit of a pest for us. But we need to understand everything is happening and in its place for a very good reason. The systems God's created are very intricate and necessary. And the moment we start interfering, Alma, that's when things start to go wrong. Absolutely. We can't really understand the mind of God, although we think we do. So, yeah, even a fly is vital, um, which is which is why we need to learn to live with the smallest possible footprint. Yes, we are also important, but we need to fit in. We need to know our place in nature and not just kill everything that's around and irritating. You're absolutely right. Alma, this is a great story and one for us to read through. We can't become blasé about conservation just because it's something that we see uh, all around us so often. Get involved. Do something great. Go and do what you love like these trail runners have done and do it for a good cause. Go out there and do something that you've never done before and why not uh, do something for a good cause while you're about it. So thanks for sharing this story. Alma, appreciate it. And thanks also for your time this morning. Have fun doing good. <laughs> have yourself a Lots great, of love. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye. 
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.